Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Monday at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And yes, we are so happy to have you come back and join us. This is the BSTL podcast. And of course, you know by now, BSTL stands for Building Something That Lasts. Uh, And I hope you've been keeping well. The weather has been pretty good throughout this summer, and now we are beginning to wind down towards fall. And this is my favorite time of the year. When the weather is a little bit milder, which just, I just like it that way. So anyways, I want to jump right into this today. I have a fantastic guest. We were talking a little bit before we uh, got live here. Her name is Amber Forrester. Amber, are you there? I am. I am. Thank you so much. All right, Amber. So um, happy to have you on the podcast. Um, Amber, one of the things that we do every uh, week whenever we get on here is we always want to give you an opportunity uh, to just maybe share a couple of things about who you are or where you're coming from or some of the stuff that you do. Uh, Please go ahead. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you. Um, One thing that I want to share is I would be known as the statistic that never was supposed to make it. Like I moved out on my own, moved out of my parents' house at the age of 15. Um, I became a mom at 18 and a single mom at 20. And I had to really make a shift. And and there were so many things that that were piled for me um, that would have really propelled somebody to kind of give up. But I just kept going. And I, I just feel like if, if you just start to think that things happen for you instead of to you, that yeah. shift in mindset will have you go through things that are just unimaginable. So, um, Amber, already you're like running out of the gates. And I like that um, because I think this is going to be a great conversation. Um, and I like that. Um, the idea that sometimes our perspective um, helps to kind of form how we um, experience things, how we see things. So, of course, today we want to talk about change. And, of course, now that you've shared with us a little bit about your younger life, um, you're Mm -hmm. a little bit older now and you've got a couple of kids and you're doing a bunch of different things. Today we want to talk about change, right? And on this podcast we talk a lot about organizational change. um, But maybe today we're going to talk a a little bit about when you know it's time to make those changes, Mm-hmm. So talk to us about your business. Um, talk to us about making a pivot from the healthcare industry, maybe, yeah. and moving into being self-employed. We'd love to hear about that story. Yes. So I am actually a nurse. I've been a nurse for the last 10 years, and I worked at an organization. And due to uh, certain mandates that just happened and some politics within the hospital, I actually um, chose to leave my 10-year nursing career and start my own business. I currently own two businesses. One is a traditional brick and mortar. We are a beauty spa. I call it like the Costco stop and shop. You can get anything you need to get done in there. Um, And then I run another business where I help other resilient people find meaning and purpose after losing or leaving their careers in an online space. Nice. Um, But that sounds complicated. How did it come together? Like, where did you turn? How did you know how to put all these different new pieces together? I feel like once I started to share my story and kind of open up about how I was able to kind of personally develop myself into being an entrepreneur, because I was always like that person who had a job. I was always that person who worked for someone else. And then when I had to make that shift, I started to just talk about 
what I was experiencing, the positive effects that I had. And I found like this army of people who also felt the same way. And it was just like that words of encouragement. And we kind of just came together and it's like, all right, like let's just pursue. And then I integrated, it's a health and wellness business. So Mm -hmm. I integrated it with my current beauty spa um, and body contouring. I specialize in body contouring, which is a non-surgical fat reduction, skin tightening, um, and just to overall build the confidence that you have in yourself. And so the integration of the two just has been so great in terms of building a network of people who are also resilient and looking for a change in their life. So let's talk a little bit about the collaborative piece. Mm-hmm. Um, sharing your story, right? So one of the things that maybe at times uh, leaders don't do as well is they are afraid um, to share their narrative, uh, to, to teach people um, about where they're coming from and how they've arrived to where they're going and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Why is sharing your story so important um, as a leader? I feel like because you can connect to people who may be scared to share their story. Like I, I used to think like so many things are happening to me and I never understood why Mm -hmm. until I shifted that mindset into things happen for you. Mm -hmm. So that way, you know, your meaning, we're all here with a meaning and purpose in life, right? I am still blessed to be here today because I have a purpose and I believe my purpose is to share what I went through And it may be that comfort, that little voice in your head that tells you, you know, oh, you shouldn't share that story because it's embarrassing. Oh, you don't want to tell people that because, you know, people don't want to hear that. Right. But those are the things that can elevate somebody in their life because they're experiencing the same thing and they don't want to talk about it either. Yeah. And it's it's funny because um, one of the the observations that I've made um, in life is that usually the people that you connect with, uh, especially when you're pivoting and trying to do some new things with your life, these individuals often have parallel stories, things that they've experienced, uh, which is why you've kind of bumped into one another, even Mm -hmm. though you may not have shared it. Yes, I I believe that. I feel like everything happens for a reason. And it, it may not at the time you're going through it. Okay. You may, you may not understand that. And it be maybe very emotional for you, but once you work through it, it's like, it's either a blessing or a lesson. And sometimes those lessons in life are really blessings because yeah. they push you into something that's going to excel. You're going to evolve. We are, we are put on this earth to evolve, yeah. to to become something that is great. That is why we are here. We're not put here to struggle. And yes, there are so many people who struggle, but listen, that struggle is what's going to feed you into success. Mm-hmm. We got to turn our, our pain in, in, into purpose. Mm-hmm. And we got to share that because sharing that with somebody else, they're going to look at you and be like, if you can get through that, so can I. If you can to live another day, so can I. You know what I mean? And, and that's the beauty of sharing the story. So I would imagine, and I agree with you, that's why I'm not um, pushing back um, so far, um, Amber. Um, but I would imagine, though, that being in a hospital setting, and really mm-hmm. it's not so much about the hospital as it is the scenario, right? Because I think yeah. that for those that will be listening um, mm-hmm. They may not be working in the healthcare profession, but they have some parallel stories. Yeah. So how does one just, you know, what I'm trying to conceptualize is moving from something that you've done for a decade yeah. 
Yeah. And, it, and it's not like you were struggling, right? So as we were talking um, before we go live, you know, it's not like you were somebody that was completely disenfranchised or failing or maybe in the HR office every other day, you know, so it's not like you were disgruntled and disgusted. It was just like COVID, you know? Yeah. Um, how, what kind of, where do you pull your courage from to make this transition? I honestly, it was like, I, I looked at my family, mm-hmm. like I, I, I have no other people rely on me. You know what I mean? Mm. And for myself too, like, it's me. It's me who got me through everything that I needed to get through in life. Yeah. And, you know, for somebody who maybe they weren't in a hospital or maybe they're working somewhere where they're not happy. Right. And they're putting in the time, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're making the sacrifices for their family to be able to provide for their family. But forget, they're forgetting at the end of the day, it's not the organization, the people you work for or the place that you work. It's yes. you. Yeah. It, it takes you every day to get up and to go to work and to, and to do your job. It takes you mm-hmm. to be able to know, okay, I have to make this amount of money so that way I can feed my family and pay our bills and do all these things. And you are the one at the end of the day that does that. It's not where you're working. It's you. Mm-hmm. And I like that um, because along with this God piece, right? I know that you're yeah. a woman of faith. Yeah. Uh, we know that it's it's God that wakes you up and gives you this breath um, yes. to breathe. Uh, and yet at the same time, there's a personal level of accountability um, that's mm-hmm. a part of the journey. Because if you wake up and pull the blinds down or hit the snooze button or yeah. choose to say, you know, not today, tomorrow, then mm-hmm. you've, you've got less time. Uh, to do what it is. And I, you know, as I, as I'm listening to your story, I'm, I'm liking the fact that you're also seeing that all of the other things that preceded this shift that you've made have positioned you to do what you're doing at such a high level. Yes. Oh, you, you hit that, like the nail on the head that, wow. It's like having that discernment, right? There's going to be things that you're not going to want to do. Mm-hmm. but it would be so easy. Like when I lost my career and decided to make that jump, it would have been so easy for me to give up yeah. for me to cry about it. And don't get me wrong. I, I shed my tears because <laughs> yeah. that was something I did for 10 years. Right. Yeah. It's all I knew, yes. but I had to make a choice where yes. I needed to pivot. So it's like, yeah. all right, what disciplines do I need to put into my life that no yeah. matter what, they're my non-negotiables. Yes. Yeah, and I like that, uh, the non-negotiables, right? Like, you have to have your own um, why list. And, of course, you know, people have been reading Simon Sinek's book, uh, you know, Start With Your Why. And usually we talk about that in the context of the work that you do. Um, But starting with your why has to be why in the context of your family, your close um, friendships, the people that matter, and the people that are rooting for you. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Amber, I'm also thinking about how much um, your years of being um, in in surgery and or in the emergency setting uh, yeah. allow for you to move from woe is me and this is not going well to, all right, so what do we got to do, right? Like, yeah. how are we going to do this thing? Go ahead. Yeah, it, it's like, you know, in terms of like, how, like, what are the things that I need to list out, right? Like, do I need to, 
could I sleep in till 1030 or should I be up before my kids? Mm-hmm. You know, right. I need to quiet my mind. I need to journal out my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I need to face those thoughts because once, you know, you can try and like hide those things that make you uncomfortable. You can slip it in your sock. You can hide it in your bra. You mm-hmm. can, you know, put it in your pocket. But mm-hmm. if regardless, if you believe in God or the universe or the higher power, somebody always believes there's something higher than us who's involved in things. And once you don't face those certain things, it will be brought around to you in a different way for you to learn and to work through and to move forward. So, I mean, this is such a great conversation. (laughs) Um, When I hear you say, you know, facing your thoughts. Yeah. What does that look like um, real time for you? You know, um, pre-pandemic, during the pandemic, post-pandemic, and now, what does facing your thoughts look like for you? So it 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 took. I felt my feels. I had to do a lot of self-reflection, mm-hmm. a lot of personal development. I needed to change my circle. So. Mm. There, there is no, like, I have no hard feelings. There's no malice towards the friends that I used to keep close to me. But mm-hmm. when you are working through certain things in your life and you're needing to make a change, those people who you may have hung out with in that current season, yeah. you can't bring them forward <laughs> because the things that they were doing that, you know, it, and that's something that was big for me. So it was a lot of self-reflection. I did a lot of journaling. I sought out books yeah. to help me. I'm very particular I in in the music that I listen to, yeah. the podcast, uh, things that I, I, I don't watch the news. Um, mm-hmm. There's things on certain social media platforms I don't follow, I don't pay attention to, I block out yes. because those things will, will try and tra- try and, tra- and not distract you, I should say, that's a good word, yeah. like distract you from your mind. You're already going through things in your own mind, self-doubt, you know, yes. you need perseverance. But when you have certain things distracting your mind, it may bring you down this rabbit hole yes. that you can't afford to go down when you're on your own and you, and you have to lead yourself and lead others to greatness as well. Yeah, and you know, um, you're, you're bang on again. Uh, like, I'm sure that the friends that you have in your world, they are so blessed to have you. Um, because at the end of the day, you do have to streamline some things. Um, mm-hmm. Especially when you're about to do something that no one in your circle has done before. And yes. so in their mind, it's like, why would you do that? I mean, why would you leave yep. comfortable for better? You know? Yep. Um, yep. And, and as I'm listening to your story, I'm realizing and re rehearing it again. I don't even know if that's a real word, but rehearing <laughs> it again, um, because in order to do something different, you cannot do things the same kind of way. And yeah. the idea that um, really resonates with me is changing your circle. And you're not just talking about um, there's too many people in your world. You're saying, no, I've got to change um, the circle that I'm in. And it doesn't yeah. mean that you dislike them. It doesn't mean that they can't come back um, later on down the road. But for right now, you've got to really zero in and narrow in on this is where I'm going right now. And my family is depending on me. And so even if I have to take a step back a little bit from family to help family, it Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yes. Oh, I have chicken skin. Oh, my gosh. I love. Thank you so much for having me. I love this. This energy is just fabulous. And yes, it's like saying to them, you know, from a place of love, I just need to do this. And you need to communicate. Mm 
Yeah. When, when you are stepping into a role where you are your own boss, communication is going to be key with your business partners, with your clients, um, with potential clients, with your family, your significant, everybody around you needs to know. There mm-hmm. needs to be no miscommunication about where you're going. And what you need from other people and what they need to expect from you. Like, listen, I can't come out tonight because I need to focus on A, B, and C. And I'm going to be honest, some people weren't so receptive, right? (laughs) Of course not. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm not responsible for what you think of me and I can't make assumptions either. Right. And I like the fact that you, you have laid heavily in on communication Um, because sometimes the reason why things don't happen, right, whether organizationally or even personally for you as a leader, is because you have all these concepts and ideas that are bouncing around in your mind and you're beginning to shift and pivot and do things differently. But because you're the only one that knows what's happening inside of your mind, Mm -hmm. um, it is possible then to um, impact you know, others who, unbeknownst to them, they don't realize, look, Amber's not saying this because uh, she's better than we are. It's that she's got a six-month plan. She's got a 12-month plan. And in order for her to, to, to hit all of these different benchmarks, she's got to do it, but she also has to communicate. Yes. Yeah, that, yes, that is, you said it, like, perfectly, like, chef's kiss. That's, yeah. So and then, you, you will yeah, get ahead. the, you will, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You, you, when you start something for yourself, the people who you know are not necessarily going to support you. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You, knowing, going into that, knowing that it's our, it said, okay, you sit back and you watch mm-hmm. because I'm going to use that as fire. So yeah. keep watching and waiting because six months from now, you're going to say, oh, wow. Yes. Like you really did that. Like, yes, I did. Okay. 12 months. They're just going to keep watching and waiting. Right. So then Amber, um, this thing that fuels you or has fueled you, how do you make sure that it doesn't uh, take away from or deteriorate um, the direction that you're taking? How, how do you stay on the positive side of Mm -hmm. the doubters? I think you have to, be in line with your morals and your values. Mm -hmm. Like there was a book that I read that actually changed my whole way of thinking. And Mm -hmm. it's, uh, the four agreements by Miguel Ruiz. If I said his last name wrong, I'm so sorry. (laughs) You can get it off Amazon. Um, Mm -hmm. it's a really affordable book, but Mm -hmm. there's four agreements, right? And it's like, be impeccable with your word. Mm -hmm. So like your word is your bond, which means how you were raised in morals and values or not even how you were raised. Cause sometimes maybe we weren't raised properly, but we know how we want to be treated and we want to treat others. And if you stick to your morals and values, regardless of how somebody makes you feel or how you feel in your own mind. Yes. You will always be able to come out on a positive side because I'm not going to change who I am just because you don't agree with me or you, you, you wanted to make me feel low about myself or I'm in a, in a, in a thought where I'm like doubting myself. It's like, no, 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 no. Like you are. And, and speaking to yourself so highly, like your words are so powerful. Yes. And I'm glad you said that Amber, because, um, recently I've been having some other conversations in other spaces, not necessarily, on the podcast, but just different people. And Mm -hmm. the idea that you are stepping away from something that you're doing well, 
because mm-hmm. it doesn't align with your value system, yes. that really resonates with me. Um, yes. Because just this idea that you're going to continue to give your life, your time, your resources, adding and or subtracting the stress level um, mm-hmm. from what it is that you're doing, and the list goes on and on. The easier way is just to say, hey, look, no hard feelings, uh, regardless mm-hmm. of where you're working. I can't do this with you anymore because every time I punch in and stay there and then punch out, you know, eight or 12 hours later, later, part Mm -hmm. of me is slowly but surely dying because I'm now having to fight with my own personal value system. Yes. And that comes along with in leadership, you need to set boundaries Mm -hmm. and, and, and it's okay. Like with people, places, and things set your boundaries, especially in the workplace. If you are somebody who is constantly putting in the extra time and you are finding you're not being paid for it, stop doing it. Mm. And, and I get it. Like people have things to pay for. I understand. But that, that, at that moment in your life, you need to pivot and find something else that, like you said, aligns with your values, Mm -hmm. aligns with your morals that lights you up inside. If the environment you are in does not make you feel happy, (laughs) there is a problem. You need to, to look around you and say, no, I need to feel good when I come in here because this is dragging me down and yeah. that is not good for our spirit, our soul, your body. People get sick. Yeah. The lack of energy, it drains you. Yeah. And the thing is, um, and I'm not hearing you say um, the thing that you love is going to be absent of challenges and oh, obstacles, yeah. right? Because some yeah. somebody listening might be like, oh, okay, since I don't like what I'm doing um, <laughs> or I don't like the environment, it's an automatic quit. I don't think I'm hearing you say that. Or if you want, you can clarify. I'm hearing you say that by the time you are certain of why you have been placed on this planet, what your <laughs> purpose is, if you realize that where you are working is not um, putting you on the trajectory towards accomplishing that one goal, then it's time to bounce. Mm-hmm. Is that what I'm yeah. hearing you say? Yeah, yeah, most definitely, yes. And challenges always come up, like, especially when you work for yourself. But cha- do, do challenges come up in your, in your regular job? All the time. All the time, yeah. So, but I think it's, it's that difference of like being in a different environment where that challenge at work is like, oh, it's whatever. But when you're on your own, that challenge is like, oh, my gosh, I'm losing sleep. I need to write, put this on a list. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, because there is no default. Right. So when you're working for somebody else, like somebody else has to deal with all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the moment you are now working for yourself, uh, the buck does on some level. Um, start and stop with you. So then here's the next question then. And now this is an organizational leadership question. Now that you no longer have an HR to buffer things, you do, you don't have a manager per se that, you know, also is, is, is along uh, this chain of command. Mm -hmm. What are you having to do to make sure that you remain successful? I know you're doing really well right now. And I hope that um, our listeners that are here, in town for the in-person stuff. And then also because you've got the online service and we'll put that into our message portion of this on LinkedIn. But how are you making sure that you are successful? What are the things that you are doing to make sure that this isn't just 
uh, going really well for the next couple of years, and then if you hit some challenges, you're out. What are you doing to make sure that this thing continues to develop and build and grow? Um, I think you have to swallow your ego. Um, I think you have to remain coachable as well. Those are things. And I seek, I always seek guidance from somebody who's either done what I've done, um, or they're currently doing it, or they've built something so successful, or they have a beauty spa, like it's, and it's like going to those people and, um, not being embarrassed to say, Hey, I'm facing this in my business what did you do that helped you and, yeah. and remaining coachable to, to take that in and say, okay, I don't know everything, right. you know, it's my first time around. So how can I get better? And I always tell everybody like, um, instead of getting emotional, feel your feels, but mm-hmm. figure out a way how you can get better. Right. You know, what coach can you, can you find? Can you find a business coach? Can you find a mentor friend? Who do you know that yes. owns a business? Yes. Yeah, and, that, and, and I think you're right, because one of the things that we don't talk about enough as it relates to leadership and, and change is you've, you've got to have a mentor. Yeah. You've got to have, and not just any mentor, right? Because I think that those that choose to lead their own companies, they have very strong personalities. Yeah. And because they have very strong personalities, the reality is they can't have a coach that is going to placate uh, when they push back, you've you've got to surround yourself with people that are going to be honest enough to say, you know what, it sounds like a really great idea. And I'm sure that you've thought about it, but that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's so true. Be like constructive feedback. Yeah. You know, be open to that and, and just listen, just slow down and just listen and like find somebody who you can trust. You know what I mean? And and feel that energy, like follow your gut as well. That I'm big on that. Like if I'm in people, places or things, if my gut is like rolling and I don't feel good or I'm talking to somebody and I'm just not getting a good vibe, yeah. I, I just end it. It's <laughs> like, you know, like yeah. I'm not really into this right now. I'm feeling uncomfortable. I'm going to leave. And that comes with setting boundaries. Yeah. So boundaries. Thank you. I knew it was going to come up. Yeah. How have, how have you, just go ahead. You already know my question's going to be how, (laughs) how have you, how are you? And not just the boundaries around people, um, but the boundaries also around self-care. I mean, as one that has been in the health professional, you know, there's so many different levels to this boundaries, right? It's not just the haters. It's not just the celebrators. It's also the, I need to turn this thing off. It's 10 o'clock. It's yep. six o'clock. You know what I mean? So what are you doing yep. for that? How are you putting that together? It's so funny you asked this because literally last week I had to set a boundary for myself because I was the person who was like, all right, I got all these things done. Mm-hmm. I can watch an episode of Netflix on my phone. Right. I can relax. And then it, obviously it doesn't turn into one episode. It turns into the whole season. <laughs> and then you realize right. I could have been sleeping and getting yeah. my rest because I have to get up tomorrow. Yeah. So I deleted like Netflix and Amazon and any video thing off of my cell phone uh, because I I just don't, that's a habit of mine. I am aware that yes. that is something I need to work on. Um, when I was a nurse, I realized how much I actually cared for other people's health and really mm. like I would try to work out, but I'd be too tired and I'd make excuses. Yeah. So it's like setting myself up. Like I need to go to the gym three times a week. Mm-hmm. I need to watch what I'm eating. Yes. Right. I need to know my triggers. 
Like if something stresses me out, I was like, okay, like let's go to a restaurant. I need a really good meal right now. Mm -hmm. It's like, do I need to go and do that? No. Should I go for a run Mm -hmm. and then come back and have a a nutritious meal? One that is fully balanced and not just empty calories because I want to, you know, make myself feel good. Yeah. (laughs) You know, um, Amber, to the person that's listening, it would almost sound like you've been doing this entrepreneurial thing for 30 years. Like the the level of uh, maturity that you have as you are engaging this new normal for your life, for your family life, um, pivoting in, in terms of this career shift that has allowed you to have a lot more flexibility and time for, you know, your top two things. One of which would be also, you know, being a mom. Mm -hmm. Um, But is there a thing that you are nervous about when you think about going forward? Yeah, I think, I think moving forward, it's how, how long will I be able to set this standard? Mm -hmm. Um, and will, will something ever happen where, and I, and I know this is scarcity mindset mm. where it will run out, Okay. you know, but like, it's like, there's, there's, so, there's like seven plus billion people in this world. Yes. Right. And people are born every single day. Yes. So it's like, you know, if I, if I continue to set the standard, like anybody sets the standard for their relationship, like anybody listening, it's like when you're, when you're looking for a partner or you're looking for a place of employment, or you're looking for a school for your child Mm -hmm. or whatever you're looking for a gym to go to a grocery store, you were looking for a certain standard. So how come we don't set those standards for our own life, for us, for us personally, we need to be more selfish. And I know I'll probably catch a lot of backlash (laughs) for saying that, but we need to put ourselves first because if you don't pour into yourself, the yeah. quality of how I'm going to show up as a mother yes. is going to decrease. The quality of how I'm going to show up as a partner, as a friend, as a daughter is significantly going to decrease because I have not filled my own cup. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I'm just going to say this now. You're going to have to come back again. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have to figure it out. Um, and I hope that you will say yes the next time I can call. Of course. Call I, I appreciate you so much. Oh my God. This like, I have had chicken skin this entire call. Oh, this is such a beautiful environment. Positive. Like you are radiate positivity and we need more people like you. Thank you. That's very kind. And then I have one last question for you. Yeah. Um, for those that are listening or have mm-hmm. listened to this entire conversation, Mm-hmm. From your angle, from your perspective, is there a takeaway for, um, that you would like us to leave with um, before we say bye? Yes, I think, you know, everybody has it in them to be a leader. Mm-hmm. And if you just mind a couple of things, which is going to be your your mindset, okay, plug into personal development, yeah. uh, set your boundaries, have discipline and discernment and set standards in your life, you will completely change your life when you think that there is nowhere for you to go. Yeah. Because I was there. Yeah. And um, I get so emotional because of where I was compared to where I am. And you just have to have those blinders on and look forward and believe in yourself because you have made it through so much and you are still here. Yeah. Um, 
you know, Amber, I can hear and feel your heart in this conversation. And I'm so glad that you have chosen forward instead of remaining behind or looking in the rear view mirror. I think the rear view, view mirror is important just as a reminder of how far that we've got, uh, come from. Um, but looking forward just creates more opportunities in terms of where do we go from here. And one of the things that stands out um, for me in this conversation based on what you've said, no pain, no gain. Um, And that is for all things. There has to be a measure of suffering that you go through as a leader that um, positions you and propels you forward to make sure that you're not just successful for you or for your family, but there is somebody out there that hasn't said anything to you, Amber. And they're like, if Amber can do it, so can I. And at BSTL, where we are building something that lasts, we're pulling for you. We love to hear about entrepreneurship, and we love to hear the fact that you're doing it. You're not just talking about it, but you're actually doing it. And of course, to those of you that have been listening, maybe this is the conversation that helps you to finally do something. I'm not telling you to quit your job like Amber. But some people got to quit. Some people have to find another way. And as long as you take one step forward, one of the things that I've learned is that your momentum will carry you as long as you keep on stepping. So if you'd like to have this conversation and many other conversations, you know how to find me. BSTLinc21 at gmail.com. And don't forget to like and subscribe and to share. This conversation has been incredible. Um, You keep thanking me for coming on, Amber, but I want to tell you, thank you for sharing your story because change doesn't happen because of a book. It happens because you decide not another day, not that way. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This is BSTL and this is how we're building something that lasts. We're creating change and not waiting for change to come to us. Until next time, bye for now.